Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 207 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today's topic, uh, we're going to be talking about habitat again, uh, is because of a conversation that was sparked at work. I was doing some work and uh, a lady stopped in her side by side and asked me what was going on. And a company had been brought in and they were doing juniper removals uh, because of encroachment for sage grouse. And she said, I don't care why you're doing it. It's ugly. Bring the trees back. And I said, well, you know, I explained all the reasons. Uh, we're doing it for sage grouse. This is how it's benefiting. We're saving water. You're increasing the amount of understory and all these other plants. And these plants are going to be beneficial not only to sage grouse, but to mule deer and to a bunch of other things because we're doing lop and scatter. And so it's going to be beneficial to upland game because they can use this lop and scatter to hide. And she said, I don't care. Bring back the trees. And then she went on to say that I don't understand. Everybody's talking about how we're killing forests and we should save these trees. And then you're going out and killing trees. And I said, yes, we are, but we're trying to save species as well. And she says that it's ugly and she wants a bag. And I said, okay, have a great day. And she was annoyed that I told her that we, that I didn't tell her we were going to stop. So I just kind of walked off, but I did a little bit of research. Uh, I feel like as more and more people, cause it's hunting season, more people are going to keep driving by. I'm going to have more and more interactions that I should be a little more, uh, I should have more information to give them than just saying it benefits sage grouse and mule deer. So I did some research. We're going to go through this just a little bit. This is a study that came out of Utah State. Let me scroll back to the top. Influence of fire and juniper encroachment on birds in high elevation sagebrush step. Let's zoom in so we can see what we're talking about. They looked at... Brewer sparrows, vesper sparrows, green-tailed towhees, and sage thrashers. And this took place in Oregon. We're going to go all the way down to the bottom. You, you guys don't need to read it. I already read it. So, vesper sparrows were associated with patchy open sagebrush stands, while brewer sparrows and sage thrashers were associated with greater sagebrush cover. Green towhees often occurred in land mixed with sagebrush and juniper. So what they found is any management action that reduces available sagebrush habitat for sagebrush obligate birds threatened by widespread habitat loss is controversial. So going out and doing prescribed burns on sagebrush habitat, not necessarily the best. Going out and chaining areas, not necessarily the best. Going out and mowing, not necessarily the best. However, juniper encroachment may also have major consequences for sagebrush birds. So, furthermore, the effects of juniper expansion are potentially long-term. And juniper density increases, sagebrush cover declines, as we know. The negative effects of sagebrush-associated bird species may be minimized through incomplete burning. Again, I come back to this uh, mosaic, if you will. 
I'm going to keep using the word because that's exactly what happens. Uh, a natural fire comes through, starts burning up an entire mountainside. And just in that top right hand corner, there's a bunch of rocks and conifers. And all of a sudden the wind get or the fire gets to those rocks. They can't penetrate. And that group of conifers is saved or they're burning out into the sagebrush step and all of a sudden the wind picks up and it stops burning and it starts going a different direction. You start having this mosaic just like natural. And what they're talking about in this study is spot burning. Start a fire here, keep it contained small, start it here, keep it contained. And they're just talking about all the keeping that mosaic, not just a complete widespread of burning. So now when the lady stops me, I can tell her that we are doing this work for Vesper sparrows, for the brewer sparrows and the sage thrashers. Gotta be honest, she probably won't care. She'll just tell me it's ugly again. And it is the way it is. That's just part of life. You know, I had a college professor Utah State, we had, I took a class from her, really good class. She talked about how we're saving the wrong ground. Often the ground that we should be saving is that in the bottom of the valleys with the most biodiversity. If all humans left, where would you see the most life? It's not going to be in Arches National Park or Bryce Canyon. No, it's going to be in the bottom of the valleys where there's the most soil, the most fertile soil and the most water. Those are the areas that she argued that we should be saving. Instead of building houses on them, we should be putting houses in the areas that hold less biodiversity. I'm curious your guys' take on that, because if you look at it, if all humans left the earth today, where would you would see the most bounce back of life not human life, but wildlife, where would you see the most bounce back? And it's not going to be in those nationally protected places. It's going to be in the cities that start to decay, that the wildlife can come back. The plant and biodiversity is going to start to increase and not in the rocks that we think are so magnificent. I don't know. It's an interesting thought often not popular because that would mean that we'd have to start building high rises and reducing our footprint in these areas that are easy to build on. All right, you guys, that's all I got for today. Oh, the other thing I noticed, uh, with this hoodie is I went swimming today. Uh, it was 70 degrees, but the water temperature has been slowly dropping. So it's getting cold. So I'm cold. So I put on a hoodie. I wore this on the last video. You guys are going to start thinking that I'm gross and don't wash my clothes and I'm poor. I am poor. I do wash my clothes, but I also wear hoodies multiple times. So I will start keeping track of the clothes I wear so I don't have to wear them for multiple videos. I'll be like one of those girl influencers, change my shirt every five minutes. All right, you guys, have a great day. Remember, Juniper Encroachment needs to be reduced, not wiped out, and sometimes the work we do is ugly. Stay wild.